Al, the video games are back? Question mark? Question mark? We sure saw a lot of them. Yeah. Over the past week or so. So we're going to talk about them. Yeah, we are. That's what we're here today. That is what we are here to do today here on the Seasonal Amateur Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. This is episode number 234. <laughs> and we are going to be discussing the Summer Game Fest and E3 2021. The video games are here. The video games have made their return. I like how you sort of did that in a Corona voice. That was a newscaster voice. Thank you very much. Well, Corona is a newscaster. It's true. So, yeah. They talked a lot about video games this, these, this past five, six, seven days, however many you want to count. Whatever you decide. Yeah, we've, we've seen seen some pressers we have indeed uh we're mostly going to focus in on some of like the bigger ones i know there's like there was a ton throughout just over the course of the last five six seven days mm -hmm. um so we're not going to get to every single one because we didn't watch every single one no nope. but we're going to mostly focus in on just the big ones quote unquote mm -hmm. because that's where the big stuff lies but there's also yeah. like if you want to go around and watch some of the other uh, presentations. There's a ton of indie stuff you can find throughout at least four or five other presentations that are out there. Yep. So there's going to be at least something for you for you if you're really trying to find something. Mm -hmm. But yeah, let's dive into these because there's a lot to talk about. Yep. Starting off with last Thursday, right? Last Thursday. That sounds right. That sounds right. The Summer Game Fest kicked off. The divorce is official. Yes, this is Jeff Keighley's own thing because him and E3 are going through a very messy divorce and they have to fight over who gets like Microsoft and Nintendo and all that. Mm -hmm. So that's just a whole thing. They couldn't stay together for the kids. They could not. Uh, I guess I should say, we should say like at, on top of this, like this was a weird set of presentations. Yeah. I think a lot of people got it into their heads that, hey, E3's back, so it's going to be this big, bombastic thing, and that is definitely not the case. No, I mean, we're still in a global pandemic, for the record. That is, that is for true, but I think also this kind of highlights how much better last year went in terms of how they did these, because it was like, all right, Ubisoft you get this week, Microsoft you get this week, and everyone kind of got like their own just like block yep. of a couple days to really... You know, let things simmer and everything. Whereas this is just like, there's a lot of stuff where you're just not going to remember everything. Yep. And then also, it's like some companies showed up and just really didn't have much to say. Yep. And you're just like, why did you really do this? Like, why even show up? Just just post a video on YouTube. Be done. Yeah, it's, it's a weird, again, it's weird. And it, like I said, I think a lot of people came into this with higher expectations than they really should have. I think that was a mistake. Because a lot of these games are far off, and that is, you know, a byproduct of COVID and everything. Mm -hmm. You know, putting a dent into game development and all that. But, yeah, people were very mad online over the last couple of days, let's just say. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. 
Um, there's some some salty individuals out there, and I mean, I think last week we said this, or it may have just been a conversation between the two of us of like, yeah, expectations need to be kept in check because like it it's still a a recovery year. Yep, that is that's entirely correct. Um, so yeah, Summer Game Fest. They kicked off with Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. This is the Borderlands spinoff from Gearbox, which got leaked. So, this was known-ish. Known-ish. Ish. It's another Schluter game, but it has a more fantasy look to it. That's basically... Oh, and there's like... And like, Andy Samberg and Will Arnett are in this game. Yeah. Which is real weird. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, up next, they're making a Metal Slug Tactics game, which everyone was like, oh, cool, that's neat, until everyone realized, oh, right, that SNK cell went through. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. everyone was like, oh. Yeah, right. I didn't even know about that, and then you brought it up. I was like, oh, oh, oh yeah. That had been in the works. I did, like, like I think when we were talking about it, like I didn't know if it had been official official yet, but apparently it's official official now, so it's just like, ooh. Yeah, big, big no thanks. Uh, I guess I guess if you're unaware of what happened, uh, the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia now owns like a 30% stake of SNK now. Yeah, and if you don't know who he is, <laughs> quick Google will, will definitely help you there. Yeah, there's a there's a journalist who is in pieces that may be able to answer that question for you. Apparently, this dude just likes SNK games and WWE, and because he's giving a lot of money to both. Weird. Yep. Okay. So there you go. Uh, following that, we got Jurassic World Evolution 2, which I think is just like a park simulator set in Jurassic the Jurassic Park universe. Mm-hmm. So, sure. Uh, and then, of course, it is not a Jeff Keighley thing without an appearance from Hideo Kojima. Yo, this was so weird. <laughs> which is like a lot of talk about Kojima and trying to figure out how to do development in the time of COVID, and then also him talking about 9-11. Is like, all right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like, it it makes sense that he would say totally, that, but also like, bro, just bringing up nine eleven. <laughs> like out of context, it seems so bizarre. Right. Um, but yeah, mostly he's just like, yeah, we're making a game, and COVID's really kind of changing how we tried to tackle this game. Which we were talking about this, like, and you know, as divisive as Death Stranding was, mm-hmm. I would be still very curious to see what a Hideo Kojima game is in a post-COVID world just to see like what he says or what he doesn't say and stuff like that because you know for all his faults he's had some very interesting things to say about the world and like predicting where trends go with mm-hmm. the way the world works and society works so like I said I think that would be interesting to see obviously they're not talking about that new game in the slightest other than that they're making it um, and then he's Yes, 9-11, and then also Death Stranding's coming to PS5 with a director's cut, where they basically did a Metal Gear Solid homage, Yep. and then were like, nah, dog. <laughs> director's cut, which, like, what was left on the cutting room floor of Death Stranding, of Like, all he, things? he's already in charge of it, so, like, what? Yeah, I don't know. What? I guess you could, if there is probably ways you could make that, that story even more nonsensical, so... Like, 
if they had called it some like definitive edition, I would have been more okay with it. But director's right. cut, it's like, bro, you had complete creative control over this. Like, shh. They got to sneak in another Mario and Princess Beach joke. Please no. God, I, I, all I know for that game is what you've told me and that video and. That's all you need to know. Yeah, and and very detailed um, energy drinks. Exactly. And peeing. But I think you told me about peeing. You do not get to see Norman Reedus' little dinger. Mm, how rude. It's very rude. Uh, following that, there is a reveal of Lost Ark, a new MMO published by Amazon Games, which apparently is also is already a game that's out, and I think it's a South Korean game, so it's already out there if you've wanted to play it in some way, shape, or form. But that is coming out some point. I think it's sometime soon. Like they're doing like a beta or something or a test of some sort. But yeah, Amazon Games is still doing things. Interesting. Yeah, apparently. Uh, Sable is getting is coming out at some point this year. Just an indie game that apparently was shown off at, in 2018. Uh, if you want to play a demo of it, it is available on the Xbox through the Summer Game Fest and ID at Xbox demo extravaganza that they're doing. I have downloaded that demo and I have not played it yet, though. Uh, they talked about Call of Duty. The duty calls. Uh, new season stuff for Black Ops and Warzone. Mm-hmm. It is what it is with that. Uh, Salted Sacrifice is the next game, or I guess like a spiritual successor or sequel, quasi-sequel to Salt and Sanctuary, which is a 2D Souls-esque game. Hmm. Among Us... Among Us. Among Us is getting some new modes and cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Solar Ash got a release date. This is the new game from the Hyperlife Drifter developers, Heart Machine. Mm-hmm. That's coming out later this year to PS4, PS5. Yay! Uh, Two Point Campus got announced. This has been leaked as well previously. It is the follow-up to Two Point Hospital, which are, which are basically like spiritual successors to like Sim Hospital and those kinds of games. <laughs> so that's coming out to the computers and the consoles they're adding a new area to escape from tarkov which is a pc first person shooter that like i think it's like more hardcore-esque but like that trailer was weird because i guess in terms of like like a call of duty oh okay uh smite's getting some crossover with stranger things yeah sure sure there's a new character coming to Valorant. Sure. Uh, there is a game called Planet of Lana coming to the Xbox and PC, which I do not remember at all. I don't remember that in Again, the slightest. Too many games. Yeah. Uh, Coke Media unveiled a new publishing arm that's going to put out a bunch of games, including Payday 3 and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I guess we should talk about this here. The Coke, the Coke Media had like a, a thing here at E3, but it was mostly just like them having like 20 minute discussions with developers fairly about their games. And it was mostly just like a, a big advertisement to come work for Coke media. Yeah. It was very bizarre. (laughs) Uh, They showed off a trailer for monster hunter stories Two. This is the first of three times we will see this game at E3. Yep. Um, I will say though, I think this game looks interesting. Like I want to play that demo when it comes out. I've never been into Monster Hunter. This is like a JRPG version of Monster Hunter. Ooh. 
That's the reason I'm interested. Okay. <laughs> gotta get our that. gotta get our monsties. It, it, every time I hear that word, I'm just like chicken tendies. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, my brain. Why are you doing this to me? Uh, there is a new four-player first-person shooter called the Anna Crucis, which is being led by apparently a former writer of Left 4 Dead and Portal 2. Which I guess this this is the year of gliders, Left 4 Dead likes, big ladies, and I think something else that I forget. But yes, a lot of Left 4 Dead likes in in the C3. Yeah, do we have like a a genre name for that? Four player cooperative shooters. That's too long. Yeah, it's true. Left 4 Dead like. Yeah. <laughs> L4D Which like. I, I liked Left 4 Dead a lot. So. Yeah. Same. I was terrible at it. Is it? It's interesting because like those games are like those games are old now. Mm-hmm. Like we're a decade removed from those games, and like it doesn't really feel like we've had like a game come out since then that's really like been able to evoke that. Like even the developers of that game, like they they did evolve, and that really didn't do as much as Left 4 Dead did. So right, it's gonna be interesting to see like with all these similar games coming out, if like one of them is really able to like stand among the rest. Uh, they're making a new battle royale in the Vampire the Masquerade universe because, of course, they are. Yep. Sure. Uh, Sky Children of Light is coming to Switch. That is the game from that game company, the the Journey developers. Mm-hmm. There's something I think in that version, but I don't remember. They showed new skins for characters in Overwatch 2, which are just like similar skins from the first game. Yep. They spend yep. a lot of time, well, not a lot of time, but they spend a significant portion of the time like, look at this skin. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm looking at it's the It's a little skin. bit different. <laughs> sure. Thanks. Uh, they showed off a new trailer for Tales of Arise, which that was basically the only time this game showed up, wasn't it? Yeah, which is wild. Which is real interesting. Um, yeah, that game looks like a Tales game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a 2B skin coming to Fall Guys. Which is wild. Weird. I'm glad that now, if you really want to get the full story of Near Automata, you have to play Fall- Final Fantasy 14 and Fall Guys. This <laughs> <laughs> is very funny. Uh, th- they showed off a new trailer for Endless Dungeon. It's an endless dungeon game for everything. Uh, they gave a release date to the Dark Pictures anthology House of Ashes, coming October 22nd. It's another one of those games. Is that spoopy? Yeah. This is the Until Dawn people. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, a new studio is coming, is a PlayStation exclusive studio led by some dudes. They're called Deviation Games. They're I think so they're like weird. They're former like... Call of Duty people, maybe. Oh, like they're like, yeah, we're announcing a studio for the first time. Like, what is happening right now? <laughs> Yeah, they're former Call of Duty folks from Treyarch. Oh, okay, okay. So that that gives you an idea of probably what they're making. Yeah, probably. Uh, they showed off uh, gameplay footage for the first time of Evil Dead the game. Mm-hmm. Sure. Looks like an Evil Dead game. And then finally, old Jeff had a one last thing for us. He did. And that was, of course, the unveiling of Elden Ring. The game, we were, like, adamant. Yeah, that's not showing up here. Yeah, we were both adamant. 
Because, like, look who's behind it, but... Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, they unveiled that. They gave a release date to it, which was the shocking thing, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, having it show up, like, sure, fine, whatever. But having <laughs> a release date, that is wild. It, I mean, it looks like a From Software game. Yeah. But with, like, some added features, like, I feel like the areas that look more open-world-ish, you get a horsey. Um, enemy designs look cool. I mean, enemy designs in those games always look really good. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those games. So, like, yeah, exactly what you would expect and everything. But, yeah, January 21st of next year is when that game is supposedly going to come out. That doesn't mean it's going to get pushed or anything. But, yeah, very surprised that they put a date to that game. I am shocked. Very, very Same. shocked. That was that was interesting. Um, Yeah, this was a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. A mix of, like, big things and more indie stuff, which I think is more just, like, the way Keeley does things nowadays. Mm-hmm. So it was very much a Keeley show. But, yeah, an interesting way to kick off E3, I guess. <laughs> and then we make our way to Saturday, which had Ubisoft. Yep. Ubi, Ubisoft. Ubi, Ubisoft. Which had some stuff that got leaked beforehand, which we'll get to, and mm-hmm. then some new stuff that they showed off here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed off gameplay of Rainbow Six Extraction, the former Rainbow Six Quarantine, which is Rainbow Six, but with, like, it's a four-person cooperative game <laughs> where you face off against aliens. Aliens? Yeah. Our next Left for Dead-like. Uh, this is coming out September 16th. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Rocksmith Plus is a new version of Rocksmith, which is like a, with a subscription model, and like you can use your phone with it. Like this seems like the the next step that you would take for this kind of game. Yeah. To make it like to like basically just release it from like consoles and stuff like that to be, but like you can use it wherever you want, and it seems real smart. Um, I don't know how much like input delay is going to happen with this thing, where like you're using your phone and that takes it to somewhere else. Like, I don't know how much that's going to be, but, like, it seems like a really cool idea if, like, you really want to get into, like, learning how to play guitar or bass or stuff like that. Because that's really what this series is known for. Um, it's cool. It was kind of unexpected for me. I didn't expect it to show up yeah. here, but really, who did? Uh, Writer's Republic is coming out September 2nd. This is the new game from the studio that made Steep, and it really shows. This is another just big extreme sports game where you're just on a mountain. But this time it's like not just snow sports. You get like mo or uh, mountain biking and jetpacking. I guess is the way to describe it. It's all <laughs> sorts of stuff. It's very chaotic. Uh, they're putting out more stuff for Ghost Recon Breakpoint because they really want you to remember that game exists. Because it's also the 20th anniversary of Ghost Recon. They also showed off Far Cry Six. Did you know that game's not political? That game is definitely not political. And also, they're doing a, a deal, a, a season pass, where you get to play as the villains from the old games. Woo! Definitely not political. Nope. Uh, they announced Just Dance 2022. Yay! Coming November 4th for everything, except... The Wii! That is no longer coming to the Nintendo Wii. Pour one out for our friend, the Nintendo Wii. Yep. We salute you. Also, apparently, uh, I did not know this when this was happening, but... Uh, that person they got to show off Just Dance? Mm-hmm. Supposedly they're very problematic. <laughs> oh, no, really? Yeah. Oh, no. So that is that. What's Who are they and what did they do? I don't know and I don't know, but apparently they've been, they've said some real bad things. Ooh. 
So apparently people, when they showed that off, were like, why would they put this person on here? So that's that. Interesting. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is getting a second year of DLC. Which, sure. Mm-hmm. That game's already like 100 plus hours long. Why not make it longer? <laughs> Why not? Uh, they're also doing um, the uh, like discovery mode that I think was first implemented in Assassin's Creed Origins where you just like go around and learn about the area that the game's set in and all that sort of stuff, which is a cool feature that they've been putting into these games recently. I was very upset that when they showed off like, you know, you've been having a lot of fun with this game. They showed off like YouTubers and stuff. They didn't put up, did not put Corona in there. They did not. They should have. They should have. They should have just had her talk about the game. <laughs> For real. Yubi Yubi. Yubi Yubi. Uh, or just like have her show up with that. Like what 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 is the exact quote in the thing that I like to send? Give me one moment. Oh boy. My apologies. I seem to have killed you. <laughs> That was good. That was a different Assassin's Creed, but still hilarious. It had been very good. Very, very uh, good. They showed off a sneak peek of the season two finale of Mythic Quest, because I forgot Ubisoft is involved in that. Yeah, I I didn't remember they were involved with that, but it did remind me that I really need to watch that, because I love that show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I very, very much want to see the new season. Um. I mean, like, when I watched it, I was watching it with my brother when he was here, and we were just, like, eating super spicy curry and, like, crying because of that and also because the show was so funny. You know, as you do. Yeah. Bonding. (laughs) Sibling bonding. They also showed off a trailer for a movie. Movie? For Werewolves Within, which is apparently based off of a 2016 Ubisoft game of the same name. I have no clue. No clue. Or remember what that was. Nope. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege is getting a new operator. It's getting crossplay and cross progression, of course. And then our uh, penultimate thing, which got leaked by, of course, you know, when you think of games getting leaked, you think of like, you know, oh, website put a trailer up accidentally, which we'll get to in a in a short while. Yep. <laughs> or just you know, oh, whoops, some uh, some assets got leaked. Mm-hmm. You also don't think um, Nintendo's going to put up a store page wrong, uh, a little bit early and then never take it down. Yep. Whoops. So prior to this uh, show, Nintendo put up a store page for the sequel to Mario plus Rabbids. I'm and actually was really like, hype about yeah, this. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I, I think this looks really good. Yeah. That first game really was good. a lot of fun. It was mm-hmm. a big surprise. And now that they've kind of got that under their belt, they know how to make these games. Like, I'm curious to see how they're going to do this. We're like... It just seems like they're just like, hey, I guess Nintendo doesn't want to think that Galaxy exists. What if we just make Galaxy 2 yep. or Galaxy 3? Yep. They're like, oh, man, let's put Rosalina in here and the the Lumas? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Um, but now they're rabid Lumas. Um, it was great. I'm really excited about this. I really genuinely am. Yeah, this is uh, 2022, so it is not this year, but... Uh, it looked really cool. The team seemed very excited for it. That w- the the dude who's like heading up this game, I'm I'm happy for him because he was the one who got like very emotional when Miyamoto like pointed him out when they unveiled the first game. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see like you know what new things they decide to do with it. Which I think they're also just like they're making it more freeform in terms of combat, where it's not like grid based anymore. You can kind of just go wherever. 
Which, like, that seems pretty cool. But also, like, what if they just made this not a tactics game? <laughs> that would be even cooler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, like you said, I'm I'm excited for this. I think it's going to be real fun. At least I very, hope so, at least. Yeah. Uh, and then they had their one last thing, which prior to they got uh, got old Eve out there saying like, "Oh yeah, we've had we've had a year, right, guys?" Which is like, yeah, you had all your uh, abuse allegations from all the, like the head ups, and they all got replaced and everything. Yeah. Real big year, guys. Yeah. We really came together, guys. Woofa doofa. Yeah. Uh, but they unveiled the first look at. Avatar, <laughs> this Frontiers of Pandora. Quite a, yeah. Which we talked about this, that this was a game being made by one of the Ubisoft teams, which I think is the Division team, I think? Yeah, we did talk about this. So it wasn't a super big surprise. I'm surprised they used it as their one last thing. <laughs> yeah, because like, look, they are making new Avatar movies, right? They are? Yes. Why? James Cameron got a... That, I mean, look, that movie is one of the most popular film or like highest grossing films ever made. Okay, yeah, fair. I mean, if we go to highest grossing films on Google... On the Google. And go to Wikipedia, highest grossing films... The number one highest grossing film of all time, Avatar... Two billion eight hundred forty-seven billion two hundred forty-six dollars two hundred three cents, which is of course because they put out Avatar back in theaters after Avengers came in, took it over, because James Cameron is very petty. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it is the most pop, like highest-grossing film of all time, but it is the highest-grossing film that no one remembers a single thing about. Yeah, I I blew people. That's yes. I blew Baba Dee Baba Die. Yep. Yep. That's about it. I've seen this movie. I have the first not. one. I couldn't tell you a single thing about it. That seems to be the case with literally everybody I've talked to that's seen this movie. It was a gimmick for 3D at the time, remember? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that was kind of the big thing that pushed people into seeing it. But then, like, afterwards, there was like, eh, I guess. So, yeah, like, I'm curious to see how this game's going to do. Because, like, I just feel like people just don't care about Avatar, despite whatever james cameron will want you to think yeah because they're, they're making like two more movies yep who knows so yeah that was ubisoft uh of course no beyond good and evil 2 because that game just probably doesn't exist anymore yeah. or if it is it's already been rebooted like two times and does yeah. not look anything like when they first showed it off So there's that. Mm -hmm. The next day, the Xbox Bethesda E3 showcase. The bomb. Which, of course, before it started, there was a trailer for Starfield that leaked from the Washington Post. The Washington Post! Which basically was like, I think the, the, the trailer they showed off at the very beginning, which had a date and everything. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't anything surprising. But they did start off with Starfield. They showed a trailer. They put Todd Howard out there front center, and the trailer basically didn't really show anything. Yeah. It's just space. And then it was like, hey, coming out on November 11th, 2022 on Game Pass, exclusive to Xbox, which people assumed was going to be the case, but that just made it official. Like, 
Yeah, you're not playing this on a PlayStation. Um, we do have to talk about the fact that it was hilarious. That like they just straight out the air, like here's Todd Howard. Yep. That was really funny. Uh, Todd Howard, get out there, talk about Starfield, because everyone knows about it. What? It, everyone knows the date and everything now. Go do the thing. Amazing. So yeah, that game's coming out next year, late. If yep. it doesn't get pushed back again. Yeah. Uh, no Elder Scrolls Six information at this at this thing. Nope. I know Post Malone is very upset about that, uh, but you know that game's also like coming after Starfield and is a ways away. Yeah. <laughs> so like there'd be no reason to talk about that. Uh, they showed off gameplay of Stalker Two, which was just the most Eastern European thing you could uh, imagine. Yep. The trailer was goofy. I liked it. I don't know if I would ever play that game because like a lot of the Eastern European first-person shooters are very just ubiquitous and just weird. Mm-hmm. But I did like that trailer. And then there was also Russian uh, Leon, Leon Kennedy. Kennedy. Yes. They showed off a new trailer for Back for Blood, which is coming to Game Pass day one on October 12th. Woo. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. They showed off a new game from Avalanche Studios called Contraband. And also, they just played some Steely Dan over it, which apparently that is going to be a co-op open world game, and yeah, that's the, all you know. The Steely Dan choice, I was like, what is happening? I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, although, you know, if you were streaming it, you heard nothing. No, they, the, Microsoft got out in, in front of it and were like, we bought the rights to all the music for this press conference, you are fine. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You are free to restream this, which I guess we just talked about that, where like Microsoft got out and said that, and then E3 was like, yeah, we, we sent out, we let we let a few people co-stream this. You had to do an application, and apparently the applications was like, yeah, they only let like a hundred, like over a hundred people do it. Everyone else got rejection letters. Yeah, and uh, with the Ubisoft one, like... They would mute anytime there was music, but the mm-hmm. issue with that is that you were also muting when people were talking. Yep. It was like, oh, y- yikes. Oofa doofa. It's a mess. Uh, EA showed up for a, a hot second mm-hmm. to show off Battlefield 2042 gameplay. Yep. It looks like Battlefield, all right. Sure does. 128 player matches in that game. I'm glad we are finally getting back to the days of MAG, Massive Action Game. Um, That looked like a Battlefield game, so yeah. My brother's hype. I bet. Uh, Yakuza 7 is out on Game Pass now, which means you can play all the Yakuza games, or the mainline Yakuza games, I should say, on Game Pass now. Heck yeah. There you go. Uh, 12 Minutes finally got a release date. The, uh indie puzzle game which has been shown i feel like the last couple years coming august 19th mm-hmm. for everything going to be on game pass as well uh psychonauts 2 got a a release date as well august Yay. 25th coming to game pass which we basically said like yeah that's probably going to be a thing where they'll, they'll have to like give a a date for that yeah i figured they would and i'm real mm-hmm. hyped that they are yeah um although i gotta figure out like how how it's how it's gonna work i haven't gotten any emails of like what platform do you want this on? They'll probably do that in the coming the the run up to release. I would assume. I would hope so. Doom Eternal is getting a uh, Xbox Series X and S upgrade. Mm-hmm. You can play that game in sixty frames and have ray tracing and everything. Ooh. If you want, 
there's a new game called Somerville, which is an indie platformer made from like half half of the former team of Play Dead who worked on Limbo and Inside. So that's why it looked like a Limbo or Inside game. Ah, that makes sense. That's coming next year. Uh, there are Fallout 76 expansions coming, one on July 7th and one in 2022. There you go. Uh, the the popular game of the year for 2020, Hades, is coming to the Xbox on August 13th and on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Which is cool, because that game should be out everywhere. I mean, with it being on Game Pass, I might actually give it a shot. Um because I don't usually like that style of game. Well, they have uh, they have they have features in that to kind of alleviate that. So I like features. It should help with that. Uh, then they talked about Halo. Halo. They showed off some multiplayer gameplay, uh, talking about how multiplayer and the story will be released in conjunction with each other. The multiplayer will be free to play, and everything. Uh, I feel like this looked a lot better than when they f- showed it off last year. Yeah. Graphically. Yeah. Um. So there's that. They did a little bit of story stuff. Little gal chatting about Cortana being Not dead. Cortana. And John Halo's like, where's Cortana? <laughs> She's like, you deleted her. And he's like, oh, I didn't do that. She's like, well, that's... Somebody hmm, did. Who could it be? It's my brother, Jim Halo. <laughs> <laughs> my evil twin. So yeah, they showed all that, all that off. And then did not give a release date for it. Only a window. Yeah. Which I am surprised by. I am I, also surprised by that. I would have figured coming into this, you had to give a release date for Halo, considering how many times it's already been delayed. Like, hmm. I mean, I guess if you want to give yourself wiggle room, just in case you have to push it back a little bit further into the holiday year, like, sure, but like... It's, I would have bet that that would have been the sure bet of this that hey, Halo release date you gotta have that so people won't be mad. Yep. But I guess not. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online is getting uh, upgrades for the Xbox Series X and everything. Yep. Party Animals is a game coming to Game Pass, which just looks like Gank Beasts. Yeah. But with animals. It was. It was a thing. Coming in twenty twenty two. Diablo 2 Resurrected is coming to everything Xbox related on September 23rd. It is the remaster of Diablo 2. Also coming to PlayStation platforms as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they, they're making a sequel to A Plague Tale. So you can ride the Rat Wave. Gross. That is coming to everything Xbox related in Game Pass on 2022. They showed off some cars... Forza Horizon 5, not Motorsport, but Horizon 5, coming later this year, November 9th, to everything in Game Pass. This game looked beautiful. Like, obviously, it's a car game, so, like, if you want a graphical showpiece for your console, you make a car game. Yep. Because they look good. Yep. But, who, buddy, this game looked just gorgeous. <laughs> It was very pretty, and I I'm not a not a car mm-hmm. car person in general. I was gonna say I'm not a car game, but you know that I'm not a car game. You are not a car game. That's true. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it's interesting. They're putting this in Mexico, so I think that'll make for some interesting uh, environments and everything. And those Forza Horizon games are real fun because they get to be a little bit more arcadey and stuff. So, yeah, that'll be a, a good time later this year. They show off another trailer for Far Cry 6. Because, of course. Not political. Not political. They announced Slime Rancher 2 coming in 2022. I forgot all about the Slime Rancher announcement. Well, now you know. Well, I knew. I just forgot. Uh, they're adding Jack Sparrow to a Sea of Thieves. I was very shocked by this. Is, that's something. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I get it because he's, like, one of the most famous piratey folks in popular culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I thought that, like, it was still a thing with Johnny Depp that, like, people are still not really sure about him. So I was like, oh. Well, I think it helps that they're probably just not going to get Johnny Depp to voice this character. Oh, and they can just slightly tweak it to make it look similar but not the same Makes sense. the Disney effect that's coming June 22nd uh, they're making a snowboarding game called Shredders which is coming in December of 2021 they showed off a new trailer for Atomic Heart which is like a Bioshock-esque game mm-hmm. looks very wild coming to game pass but no release date for it uh they showed off a pixel art cyberpunk dystopian game called replaced which Mm -hmm. looks very cool but also the entire time i was like is this the last night again are we gonna try and make that a thing again yeah oh no (laughs) but but apparently it's not that game so it looks good yeah hopefully the person who made it didn't suck yeah we can only hope (laughs) yeah uh they're adding new stuff to Grounded, which is the uh, Obsidian Honey, I Shrunk the Kids style game. Which apparently that game's still not out of early access yet. Oh, huh. Which I thought was surprising. Uh, they should have a trailer for The Outer Worlds 2. Yeah, I, surprise? I did not expect that, and I totally... Like, the trailer was entertaining in the way that they framed it. Yeah. But I just did not expect it. Uh, it's coming to Xbox PC. It's going to be on Game Pass. Sure. Sure. That first one was all right. Yeah. Had some issues, but um, maybe this one will be better. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, they showed a trailer for The Ascent, which apparently is another cyberpunk-looking game. <laughs> Which I don't remember. This is coming out July 29, 2021. Uh, Age of Empires 4 coming October 28th. It's an RTS game. You know what it is. Yep. Among Us! Among Us! It's getting 15 player lobbies. And I think also coming to Game Pass. Which, like, that's a smart kit. Why wouldn't you put that thing on Game Pass? I mean, it makes sense. It makes total sense. Uh, they showed off trailers for the Euden Chronicle, which is two different games. One, I think, coming in 2022, one coming in 2023, coming to Game Pass. These are games made by the former Suikoden team. Mm-hmm. So that's why people were very excited for these. These are also Kickstarted, so um, I think it's kind of why they are very far out Yeah. games, but yeah. They look good. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh... 
Flight Simulator is coming to consoles. Also getting a Top Gun tie-in. <laughs> the Top Gun thing, I was like, what is happening? So yeah, of course, like everyone knew that Flight Simulator was coming to consoles at some point, but now, now it is on July 27th, 2021. Mm-hmm. And then their one last thing one was thing. a new game from Arcane Studios called Redfall. It is another Left 4 Dead-like. Yep. Um, it looks cool, though. Like It is basically, apparently, you and friends fighting against a bunch of vampires and such. Vampires. Um, I know Arcane makes like very interesting first-person shooter styles because like they're not just like traditional or kind of what you expect they usually have like a lot of like power stuff and just like interesting mechanics so like i think that's going to be the interesting thing especially because like a lot of the stuff they showed in that that teaser was like you know you and every other character has like powers and you can combine those powers together in different ways to try and take down enemies and such so Mm -hmm. it looked interesting also an xbox exclusive because of course it is because that is a bethesda game yeah so yeah, that's coming in 2022 as well. And then, so they ended the presentation, and then afterwards we're like, hey, by the way, there's a we're mini making, fridge. We're making a mini fridge. An Xbox mini fridge. Which, sure. Hilarious. The The freaking ad for it was just amazing. Because it ended, and I was still watching it, and I was like, what is happening here? They're still doing an announcement, and then it's like, open in a fridge. I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> this is a fridge! You already know. It was amazing. So we come off of the high of the Xbox presentation, which was, was fairly good. Yeah, it was just And, uh, you know, about an hour later, we got the Square Enix show. <laughs> Voice by Matt Mercer. This uh, sure was a Square Enix show. I mean, a lot of people were very upset by it, but also like, this is just what Square does at these these events. Yeah. They have very weird shows that make no sense. Like, it was only two years ago where they did the whole Avengers reveal and had like, let's let's have a ten minute sit down with the voice cast of the Avengers, and the entire time like, what? Why? So that's basically the same vibe here, and it's like I think that's kind of why I was. It wasn't. It's why I wasn't like surprised by like how weird this this thing was. Yeah. Because like that's just how they are. Uh, so they started off with the new game from IDOS Montreal, which is the Guardians of the Galaxy game, Mm -hmm. uh, coming out in October for everything. Mm -hmm. And then they spent like twenty five minutes on this game. It it went on way too long. It did go on a little too long. Uh, they showed off gameplay and everything. They showed off how you fight, do combat. This is a single-player game and everything. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of quips and everything because it's a Guardians of the Galaxy game. Yep. 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 Yeah, that's basically it. That's how you can condense 25 minutes into 30 seconds. <laughs> sure was a video game. Sure was a video game. Which I feel like they, they probably went overboard with this because they really wanted people to know hey this is not like the avengers game right you don't have to worry about that right because supposedly like they had like the announcement for this game had been in the works since last year and they were like going to unveil it relatively soon or like at the end of last year but then avengers came out and had such a volatile reaction that they shelved that announcement until just now that's crazy 
Yep. And then they follow that up by talking about Avengers. <laughs> Woo! Uh, they're doing a Wakanda expansion. It is, I believe, free for everyone, which, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to charge people for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that was, that was was definitely a thing. Uh, they're making a new Hitman sniper game for mobile. We get to go pew-pew. Will you play that? No. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, Final Fantasy 1 through 6 remasters coming soon, which they're describing as pixel-perfect remasters. Yep. But then some of the uh, pixel art from the trailer was shown off, and it doesn't look pixel-perfect. Nope. It just looks eh. And also not on consoles. PC, mobile only. It's also not a collection. No, individual games. They are just going to put all those out all at once. So, yeah. Yikes. <sighs> sure, I guess. Yikes. This was also a rumor going into this event that they're doing a Final Fantasy remastered dealio, mm-hmm. which got people excited. Then they showed this and they're like, everyone's like, oh, no. Yikes. Uh, they showed off some stuff about Babylon's Fall. It's coming to the PS5 now. It looked kind of mediocre. I mean, I expected something different from it. And, like, I know that that's on me for expecting something different. But it just, it it didn't do it for me. Yeah. Uh, they showed off some stuff about the Life is Strange Remaster Collection and also uh, Life is Strange True Colors. Yep. I think. Um, See your true colors shining through. The Power of Empathy. <laughs> the uh, the remaster collection is also just Life is Strange and Before the Storm is not two is not in there, which is a tragedy because two is amazing and more people need to play it. It's true, very true. Um, so yeah, uh, that's coming out September thirtieth. I think the the new game is like the tenth or something. It's also in September though, at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there one last thing was. A rumor that had come out a couple weeks ago, maybe like a month ago, that Team Ninja was working on a action RPG about the original Final Fantasy game called Final Fantasy Origins, and this is it. Yep. They showed it off, yep. and boy, howdy, was the internet not ready for this. <laughs> I mean, they were honestly, not ready for the chaos that was about to be unveiled. Was anyone actually ready for this? I mean, like, I was mind blown for many, many reasons watching this, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not as salty. Actually, I'm not really salty about this at all. But there no. are people who are very, very salty on the internet about this thing. It's super funny. I mean, like, the rumors were like, "Hey, it's Team Ninja. It's the people who made Neo. Yeah, like, this is not going to be a JRPG of any no. sort." Also, Final Fantasy is not a JRPG series anymore. It's not. No. So, like, I don't know what you were expecting. I mean, to be fair, I don't think people, like, when they thought of this, thought, like, weird, really weird dialogue, casual dudes, um, and, like, just the art style just not looking great. Yeah. But also, like, I feel like people got super mad because it's a Final Fantasy game and you have to get super mad at Square. Yeah, I mean, that's... And Namor is involved. So, like, that that's also adds a little bit of fuel to the fire. Yeah, I mean... um. 
the dialogue's hilarious. There's so yeah. much chaos. There's it's so real much funny. Chaos. And like I was just losing my shit laughing the whole time watching this trailer. Same. Um, it was fantastic. And then I went to download the demo because they're like, oh hey, there's gonna be a demo up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh the demo had been nuked by chaos. Yeah, the the demo they put up was corrupted, so no one could play it for like thirty six <laughs> hours until they literally today as we were recording this put up a patch at like seven in the morning, being like, Yeah, we fixed it, you can play it now. <laughs> And it's a time demo. You can only play it until like the 24th. And mm-hmm. they spent like a whole 36 hours fixing it. Yeah. I will say, I have heard people who have played that demo and come come away from it very positively. I mean, we're going to play it. I'm excited for us to play it. So that that is something. It went from just me, me, me memes to people being getting their hands on it and being like, maybe this isn't too bad. I mean, I hope there are still memes. We can only hope. Um, there's always chaos to be found. I think the best meme, honestly, was Alex Lee's, mm-hmm. um, which I'm I'm trying to pull up really quick because the it, Craig's Post ad. It, it was the Craigslist um, at looking for. Uh, it actually says Luing, but that's great. That's it makes it even better. Uh, Luing for Warriors of Light to kill chaos all in parentheses and caps. Shrine of Chaos. Um, hey, how's it going? I am looking for a great warrior that can last for a good long while for safe, immodest, and discreet fun. Ages 26 to 40. Muscular or manly, please. Must look super cool with casual sense of style. I'm thinking maybe like Paul Walker? Hatred for chaos, preferable. Sin pick with a response, please. It's all about family. Very good. It made me giggle. It's pretty good. Um, Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it, how it plays out when uh when we play it later. It's true. Uh, but that was Square Enix. Yeah, it was. Uh, and and again, Matt Mercer just for some reason narrated it. Also, I think people were mad because they thought there was going to be more here. Like they yeah. thought Final Fantasy 16 would show up. Why? Which it didn't. Why would you think that? Because you're a weird fan who did not read when Square was like, "Here's the games we're going to be talking about in this 40 minute presentation." Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, like, you don't have to keep showing off games you can just let them be in development yeah you've you've unveiled that game like six months ago people know it exists it's fine just let it lie just do the work lie. just let them work on it but yeah that was square enix uh monday monday big, monday monday the big thing i think was capcom but also like hey they're making a physical version of the turbo graphics cd <laughs> version of rondo of blood yeah they are they made that specifically for you you realize that real right? cool yes i do i do realize that i'm pretty sure they're like hmm, what is our target audience our our target audience is jared me <laughs> me uh capcom saying was what they told you was going to be they're like hey we're gonna talk about four games they talked about four games mm-hmm. and then people got mad about it yeah as as it happens, uh, Resident Evil Eight is getting DLC, which yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, the multiplayer thing is going out next month. Mm-hmm. They showed off stuff for Monster Hunter Rise and Monster Hunter Stories Two. Uh, and then the big thing I think for us for this uh thing was they did a big dive into the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, mm-hmm. showing off the the new gameplay features and everything for the game. Uh. Just showing how it plays and all that sort of stuff. I think the the thing I was very curious about, or like I thought was most interesting, is that 
they didn't really do a whole lot of like localization to names in this. Mm. Which I was not expecting. I also was not expecting that. But I think that's cool. I'm really hyped for this game. Like really, yeah. really hyped. It looks great. Looks so good. Also, the return of Herlock Sholmes or Herlock Sholmay, however you want to pronounce it. He returns. He does return. Um, so yeah, they showed off that, and then also like talked about esports at the end, and then everyone was like, "Where's the other games?" Like they told you what they were going to talk about. Yeah, they mentioned beforehand like these are the games yeah. we will be talking about. Which like the esports, I was like, "All right, I'm out." Capcom was the most straightforward about it. Yep. Um, right. the, the presentation was really weird, though, because um, I don't know who the person was that was presenting it. Um, and she was very obviously reading off a teleprompter, which is fine, because you should do that. Um, but they had her, like, looking off to the side a lot. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why are they doing that? Why would you do that? Why would you have her look to the side to read? It was weird. It's true. Uh, and then finally, Tuesday, today, Tuesday, we're recording it, the Nintendo Direct, which got off to a very weird start when uh, around like three or four in the morning, Eastern Standard Time, Nintendo of Japan was like, hey, don't co-stream our Direct. Don't react over it with the video involved in it. Mm -hmm. Watch it, watch it from us. And that's it. Yeah. And then everyone was like what they're like you can you can do a live wreck what? if you don't show the video or the audio which like it goes ties into like you know the e3 thing where they were like oh we didn't get this for everyone so be wary of dmca whereas nintendo's like no we don't want you to do this at all yeah um so everyone was up in arms about that and also just confused because nintendo of america said nothing yeah like reporters reached out to them they did not reply back so it was very strange. And then like Twitch, Twitch, I think did a, like a very surprising thing where they were like, we have the rights to show this on our Twitch gaming stream. We are not doing that because none of the, our other creators can do that. Wow. So it was just weird. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo does like to do weird stuff like that. I mean, I guess it's been a while since we've had a Nintendo doesn't understand how the internet works scenario. And yeah, here's one. <laughs> Nintendo is old man who yells at Sky. It's true. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about the announcements from the Direct. Starting off with the newest addition to Smash Brothers. <laughs> Kazuya <laughs> from Tekken. Throwing Ganondorf in a volcano. Yeah, they're just throwing everyone into a volcano. Everybody which like, got thrown in a volcano. Bravo. Very, very good. They should put a mini game in Smash where you just throw people into volcanoes. That would be great. I kind of wish as well that like they would do this, but also just like bring Tekken 7 to Switch yeah. and put like Ganon in it as well and Zelda oh <laughs> or, or Link. Like just do something dumb like that. But yeah. That'd be great. That's a weird get. <laughs> like I feel Smash Brothers fans don't like fighting game characters. So like yeah. adding another one is like very bizarre. Yeah. But sure, I think that's real funny. It was such um, a funny way to like introduce the character to, you. like that. That was a clever way to introduce. Like I saw the character like just carry them and then getting to a ledge. Like is he gonna? Is it, are they throwing him? In, is this Tekken? Are they throwing <laughs> him in a volcano? <laughs> <laughs> and I was behind you, and so I got text messages about throwing Ganondorf in a volcano. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, as you do. Amazing. Amazing. There's already fan art. It's great. It's real good. Uh, I'm glad that we finally get a second game where you can play as Kazuya, Ryu, Mega Man, and Pac-Man. What was the other one? Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Oh. What we didn't know is that Smash Brothers this entire time was the the, the Tekken Cross Street Fighter game that we've been waiting for <laughs> since 2011. <laughs> it's the real big surprise. Uh, they said the words Metroid Prime 4. They did say the words. But mostly just says, hey, we're working on that. But we got something else for you. Yeah. Metroid 5. <laughs> Which is now Metroid Dread, a 2D side-scrolling Metroid game. Amazing. Um, this is being made by Nintendo and then the people who did the remake of Metroid 2 mm-hmm. for 3DS. Uh, yeah, that was kind of out of the blue. <laughs> yeah, did not expect that at all. Also, coming out this year in October. Yeah. yeah. I am very curious to see what a new 2D Metroid game does in a video game space that has been flooded with Metroidvania likes. Yes. Like, are people going to, like, warm up to a new Metroid game in this style? Or are they going to be like, yeah, we've played these games before. There's so many of them out there now. So that's that's interesting. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I think they this, this is missing some... Um, some of like the third party stuff that got like announced as like in like their little montage bits. Mm-hmm. But that is what it is. Yeah. Uh they're making a new Mario Party, except it's just a bunch of old Mario Party. Yep. Classic boards and mini games. Yay. Woo. I, I hope they uh they, they put a physical version of this out and they come and it comes with a glove. <laughs> So when you do the spinny ones, you don't destroy your hand like Mario Party 1. Yeah. Ugh. I think this is just a way for them to like let people break their Joy-Cons so they have to buy new Joy-Cons. Um, I legit think that there's a generation of gamers who played Mario Party 1 who have like Mario Party PTSD. Probably. And clearly the two of us are, are some of those people. <laughs> I'm, I think it's interesting that, like, they're making a new game for this when, like, they just put online into Super Mario Party. Yeah. Like, I wonder if it's just, like, the way those boards are set up and, the, like, the older boards are set up. Like, it just it wouldn't, it wouldn't fly with a new game. But, yeah. But also, Nintendo likes money. They like money. <laughs> that is coming out October 29th. Uh, they're doing a big old Super Monkey Ball collection. Yep. Coming out on October 5th, which I think is just, like, a bunch of the original games mm-hmm. but sure uh they making a new warioware game yeah i'm excited about this and it's two player it's local co-op my frick frack you should have known <laughs> uh that's coming out september 10th but yeah new warioware that's cool yay uh they showed off gameplay of shin megami tensei 5 they did coming out november 12th i was surprised that the areas looked open world they did. Was not expecting that. Uh, gameplay is, you know, the uh, I forget what what do they call the the Atlas SMT Persona battle system. Mm. There's a specific phrase for it. 
Is there? Yes. I forget what it is, but it, it's it's that gameplay. The weird thing is, like, all the menus are just lifted straight out of Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Which, I mean, like, that was pretty good. But I was like, I was looking at it, I was like, those are just the Tokyo Mirage Sessions menus. Like, what? Yep. <laughs> What's happening here? I mean, um, they did just, like, redo a, a, an update for the Switch, so, like, why not? Yeah. Um, it is basically the gameplay, you would think, like, in terms of, like, battle systems and everything. There are, there's demon negotiations and all that sort of stuff. Uh, it's an SMT game. Yep. So unsurprising uh dragon ball z kakarot coming to switch september 24th they're putting that guardians of the galaxy game on switch they are october 26th but uh it is not the actual version it is a cloud version of the game because i doubt that game would run at all mm-hmm. <laughs> on a switch yeah they are porting the wii u version of fatal frame to the switch mm-hmm. sure spooky uh they're doing remasters of advance wars one and two for all you advance wars people out there mm-hmm. i'm not one of them so i'm just like no cool i didn't think that art style looked great but you know whatever uh they're bringing the life is strange series to switch the remaster collection and the new game as well it's still not too which tragic doom eternal dlc is out along with some other stuff uh, is it the press turn system? Yes, the press turn system. That is the SMT Persona gameplay. The battle system. Yay. I knew it was something. I could not remember it. I got you. Uh, Mario Golf Mario is getting Golf. free updates after launch. Which that game is out very, very soon. Uh, they're putting out a Rampa collection on the Switch. They are. Too bad they're out- including a bad game. They are. So it's 1, 2, V3. It's all coming out in 2021. And they're also doing an expanded version of like the board game that is usually found in each version. Yep. Which, I mean, sure. Also, they're putting them out piecemeal as well if you want them. Just individual. Yeah. But sure, put Rump on the Switch. That makes a whole lot of sense. It makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. It's a good series. People should play it. Except for V3. F- that game. That game is booty butt cheeks. <laughs> it is real bad. Uh, and then after that, they were like, okay, well now we have, here's our last thing we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, all right, Breath of the Wild 2, Tom, baby. And then it's like, Hyrule Warriors DLC. And I was just like, this cannot be the last thing they're talking about. <laughs> I would have, if that was the case, I would have laughed so hard. I would have rioted if that I was the last been thing. Okay. Look, I would have been okay with no Breath of the Wild 2 stuff. If it was just like, here's Hyrule Warriors DLC trailer and we'll see you later. <laughs> Why would you want that for me? Because it would just everyone would have been so mad. It's true. Zelda. Uh, but yeah, that's coming. So the first plays the guardian. Sure. Wild. That's coming June eighteenth. So that's literally this week. Um. If you want to get that. No, I don't actually. I didn't think so. Yeah. Uh, and then they they put out Alnuma. He's like. Hello, this is actually the last thing we're talking about. I got a couple more things for you to, to talk about. Yep. Including a Game & Watch! He just pulls it out of his pocket like, look at this thing. He's like, hey, we made one of these for Mario, so we're doing one for Zelda. You can play The Legend of Zelda, Zelda 2, Link's Awakening, and then a Game & Watch game. Uh, he also mentioned they are not doing a collection or anything. Mm-hmm. Like This is the only thing they're putting out for the anniversary. Yeah, he said there, there are no other games planned for the Switch at the moment. 
Which, like, it makes sense. Like, uh, there was some discussion in one of the Discord servers we were on mm -hmm. about, you know, it's a bummer that they're not doing this. But, like, the Mario 35 stuff was very big mm -hmm. in terms of, like, what they put out because, you know, there's not really a Mario game in development right now that we know of. That we know of. Whereas with Zelda, it was clearly like there are two games in development. There's Skyward Sword, which I think they also talked about here as well. Um, and then Breath of the Wild 2. So we knew two games were in development. So like, and then Hyrule Warriors was a thing as well that the team was working on. Mm -hmm. So like, stretching them out even further to put out like a remaster collection just doesn't seem at all like it would work. Doesn't seem logical. It as much doesn't. as that's a bummer for fans, but like it just, there's no way they would be able to do that. And I mean, like, I've I've mentioned it several times before, and I'm going to mention it again. Like, I know I'm, a, like, an anomaly here in terms of Zelda fans, but I don't want another collection of these games. I really just don't. Like, they just keep re-releasing these games over and over and over and over and over. And it's like, God, like, just give me the new stuff. Like, I don't need consistent, constant ports of Ocarina of Time. I don't need that. I don't want that. Put your resources into making new games, like make make new like top down Zelda games, or just make new Zelda games. Like I, I... don't worry, they're putting out Zelda two. You you willed it into existence. You you said you wanted Zelda two. You got Zelda two. True. I was um, like Zelda two, and they're like, hey, here's Zelda two on a little handheld, and I'm like, cool. I don't <laughs> know if I'll buy that, but cool. I I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? I it will just sit on. I have ways to play Zelda 2 if I want to play Zelda 2. Yeah, exactly. With features that I would want. Yes. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll get it, but, like, because it's a little novelty, but... We'll see. Uh, I mean, I think it's a neat idea. Um, I just don't know that I'm going to get it. Um, But, yeah, I, I think I mentioned it last week. Like, I did not expect to have a collection, and I'm not shocked that there is no collection here i'm i'm really not shocked um, yeah same like i think that they've obviously been putting a lot of time into skyward sword mm -hmm. that's coming out they consider that a big release um hyrule warriors is a big release to them they put I, the yeah. actual team on that game this time yeah and um, of course the new breath of the wild sequel like that's a lot of stuff that they have the zelda teams working on like that i'm I'm not surprised, and I, I am happy for new content. Um, not that Skyward Sword is new content. Uh, I am glad that it's going to be playable in a way that's more accessible for people, even if they're still doing wonky shenanigans with it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I never ever expected to have a a port collection, and I I just. For lack of a better word, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but man. They, Game uh, and Watch. Game and Watch. November. It was cute watching I mean, this sounds kinda stupid. It was cute watching Corona get really like emotional about it though, and mm -hmm. how much she was like, Yeah, they really care about their old fans too. It was like, oh <laughs> cute. And she um, she said something that I, I really appreciated i texted you this earlier um because i think it's something that people really really forget with e3 or just games in general and she's like they're all working so hard to bring us this stuff and that's really like 
she's not wrong. I mean, the thing is, like, the internet and just, you know, society in general has just made everyone so jaded. Yeah. Like, myself included. Like, I will easily admit that. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, But, like, yeah, that's that's a very astute observation to, to say. Like, yeah, these people are putting in a lot of effort to, to give to give people who enjoy this series like something cool and neat as a little thing like they don't have to do this no they could just be like hey we're making breath of the wild 2 and that's it yeah but i mean i think that that's something that just overall needs to remember it is that like a lot of people are putting in a lot of effort and time to bring us these things and especially during a pandemic like yeah absolutely it i think there needs to be a lot more grace than what people are giving um, and a lot you, less I, demandingness. Yeah, I think you could just say that for this this entire week, because I feel like yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I don't mean that just for Nintendo. I mean, no, no, I, I, I completely understand what you're you were going for, um, but like, it's just a, that's a thing that can apply to like everything that happened this week. Absolutely, and just like seeing her say that, I was like, you know what, she's right, and I, it, it made me really like put things in perspective to hear this. VTuber doggo say like, "Hey, they're all, they're all working so hard and like getting emotional." I was like, "You know what? You you right, dog. You right." It made me true happy. True and true. So I guess anyway, um, let's talk uh, about our main event. Main event, which is of course the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Which that is the key. Those are the words they are that Nintendo themselves are saying. Yep, the sequel. They are to Breath not of the calling Wild. this Breath of the Wild two. They are not. This is the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Um, yes. Yes, we finally got some a new trailer for it, mm -hmm. uh, where Link has a new arm. Yeah, he's got a new arm, and it kind of looks like it does like Chica Slate stuff because that's it what people like, were saying that like people were like like he's got the Chica Slate in his arm, presumably. Because like he at one point uses stasis just by mm -hmm. putting his arm out, and I was like, oh, huh, interesting. Um, new powers. That like gravity flip. Slash, I'm gonna fuse through this ceiling thing. Like, what is that? Like, that seems like you could do some real interesting puzzles with that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Combine that with just all the other uh, powers in general with the game. You're going to the sky. Yeah. Like, um, they obviously don't really show off too much here. Like, there's like some weird stuff happening in Hyrule where like Hyrule Castle is floating to the sky essentially, and like there's this weird stuff happening. Zelda falls in a hole. The dehydrated this, creature shows up. This game seems wild. <laughs> yeah, it seems really wild. I am really excited that Link has his hair down in certain scenes. I was like, heck yeah, let that boy have his hair out of the ponytail. Um, it was also pretty cool that like at the very beginning of it felt very much like a Skyward Sword reference in terms of the outfit, in terms of mm -hmm. how they framed it. I was like, huh. Interesting. Like the flying to the sky part specifically, definitely. Yeah. Evoke Skyward Sword for but, sure. Yeah, the way he was flying, the way he was actually like doing the the same like arms and leg motions, and like I said, even the outfit itself. Which like makes way more sense why they're doing a Skyward Sword remaster. If that's if this is the the direction they are taking a sequel to Breath of the Wild and like yeah. implementing things from that game into yeah. it, which we don't know exactly how that all works. Yeah. But. Like, if you want to, like, show people, like, hey, this is how we've done this before, like, yeah, put that game back out. Yeah, it makes sense. And especially, like, they mentioned previously, like, hey, and, and we have also talked about this, 
they consider Skyward Sword to have a lot of the like the prototype for Breath of the Wild. It was the prototype of Breath of the Wild, and they mentioned it in like the last event that they talked about, um, the, the sequel. And um, so they obviously see a connection between the two games. Obviously, they've said it. Um, so I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, I have no idea what's happening. I have absolutely no idea what's happening. I know that Link has fun mechanical arm thingy looking thing. He can do Sheikah Slate stuff. He's got his hair down. Um, Zelda goes in the whole fun puzzly looking stuff. That's about all I know. I wonder because of like the, the one big criticism of Breath of the Wild was like there wasn't a whole lot of story, mm-hmm. and this seemed like it was like a trailer meant for like here's some like weird story stuff that's happening. If they'll just like if they've added more story to this game compared to Breath of the Wild, I wonder. I'm I'm, I'm really curious to see what they do with it, and yeah. um. I'm also curious if anybody has flipped that one part that's very obviously backwards to see if there's anything there. I'm sure they probably already have. I'm sure they have. I just haven't looked at it. Yeah. I had a very busy afternoon taking care of a piece Totally, of totally. Um, but yeah, that game did not disappoint. To no, say it the looks least. great. Um, 2022. Which uh, they put aiming that on the trailer. For... And then in a like a press release, they're like, we're aiming for 2022, which is like... Oh boy, we we are not sure if we're gonna make 2022 or not. Well, Anova said it too in the in the thing. He said we're aiming for it. Yeah, so we'll see. In, yeah, I mean, we will see. As we've mentioned before, Japan's having a real hard time right now. Yeah, um, definitely. So I would not be surprised if because of that it gets bumped. But I'm real, real excited to see where that goes, and I'm sure we'll get a lot more information at E3 next year. Or at some point down the road, who knows? Yeah. Um, but that was it. that was it for Nintendo. Um, like they said, it was a lot of stuff presumably coming out this year with some stuff next year, presumably. Mm-hmm. No Switch Pro. No new hardware. Nope. Which we talked about last last week where I, th- I was like, fairly certain it was going to they were going to talk about new hardware because all the rumors were basically like yeah new hardware is coming out in october yeah um i was like i think going into this i was about like 60 40 in terms of certainty um and then like i also heard some things where like apparently those bloomberg stories are like not as factual as you might think yeah so i was probably 30 70 on it not happening like i didn't think it was mm-hmm. going to happen I didn't have I didn't think there were high odds it was going to happen cuz there were just so many stories like everywhere yeah about like oh they're going to put out something before E3 so that they could talk more about the games for it and they're going to do this and they're going to do this and like it just felt like this was the worst kept secret so like of course you would talk about it at E3 yeah yeah but then that wasn't the case nope and so. I even questioned. Um, we had a we had a conversation um, the other day that we were talking about how they phrased it, and they said software. And I was like, "So what do we think about that? Because that means software, not mm-hmm. hardware." Um, and I mean that's that's so what they did. I mean, I guess you could technically kind of consider the game and watch a hardware, but like this was pretty much all software. Yep. Um, it's just like, 
I don't doubt that a Switch Pro exists. Yeah. That they are working on it. Mm-hmm. Like they might be holding off on it because of the whole chip shortage stuff that's happening currently. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, next year will be the fifth year of the Switch's existence. Yes. That is about the time when a console in a console's life cycle where you start to think, all right, what is the next piece of hardware that we're getting? Yeah. That was about the time when the PlayStation 4 Pro, the Xbox One X came out. If we're looking at how things worked last generation. Mm-hmm. So at some point they are going to talk about new hardware. Whether or not it is a Switch Pro or just something new in general, that remains to be seen. But like I would not be surprised if, you know, considering they're talking about 2022 for Breath of the Wild, the next Breath of the Wild game. Mm-hmm. If that is not the, the showpiece again, I, I still think this is going to be the showpiece for new hardware. Yeah. Cause that doesn't this doesn't necessarily put that out of perspective like even if they don't talk about it here or in the next year like nintendo could be like in august of next year be like all right we're gonna come we're gonna come to you and talk to you about the next uh iteration of the switch mm-hmm. or about our new hardware it's coming out in a couple months it's coming yeah. out like we do it october coming out in november because that's just what they do right. um and i think as well like we talked about this at the end of it like what is the big tentpole release for nintendo this year yeah. Metroid? Because <sighs> that's, that's the only thing really they have that's yeah. a big first-party Nintendo uh, property right. coming out this year in the holidays. Right. So, yeah. It's very weird. I think the next year is going to be a very curious time for Nintendo. Yeah. Um. Because presumably they probably also have a Mario game in development. Presumably, yes. Would you want to save that for new hardware? Yeah. Uh, no Mario Kart as well. Rip. No Bayonetta 3. <laughs> which... Dead. We are, we're like, what, almost four years since they announced that? Three and a half years? Sounds about right. And have only seen a logo? Mm-hmm. We've learned more about Metroid Prime 4 mm-hmm. in the time being of like, hey, we're rebooting the game. Hey, we're still working on it. Yeah. Whereas Beta 3 has been nothing since then. So they may still be working on that, but like, it's grim. Yeah, it's, it's not looking good. It's very grim. But yeah, that was uh, Nintendo. Was there anything else that you thought was a surprise or like a surprise that they didn't talk about? I think we really touched on it. Um, I mean, I kind of expected to have like a not 3D Mario, like a more of a what are those games called? The one with the cat Mario. Heck, I don't remember. Anyway, I expected it to be more like a, a multiplayer Mario type game to at least show up, but or at least have something else in for the holidays. Yeah. That's the big thing is I expected there to be something relatively big for the holidays. And it's looking like there's going to be a gap, which is an interesting choice. Yeah. I mean, there's still time for them to announce something mm-hmm. before the end of the year. Yeah, totally. But if you're going to do that, you would probably do that here. Yeah. Like, I don't know why you would push that back. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, it's 
weird. Unless they're working on something and they're not sure if it's going to make it or not. That's entirely possible. Um, And they don't want to like say, hey, this is going to be holiday 2021. And they're like, mm, never mind. Sorry. Yeah. Because um, I mean, like Age of Calamity last year just kind of like shadow announced. Remember? Yeah. So it might be something like that. I don't know. But I mean, like. But that's also not necessarily a the big temple game you would expect from Nintendo. It's not, but I mean like it was a Zelda game, so it's like here here's here's a Zelda game. Yeah. Fun kids. Totally. Um you know, whether or not it's the quality is is there is another story, but um I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's um what were your overall thoughts about E3, the Summer Game Fest, just the whole uh, whole shindig? I mean, overall, my thoughts in general are, wow, the next two years are probably going to have a lot of stuff coming out. Yeah. But not this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be expected. It's totally to be expected. Um, that's just generally my impression is there's going to be a lot of stuff. Once... Once people stop being backlogged, it's just going to be like a lot of releases at once. It's going to be a little overwhelming. Once, you know, more people get vaccinated and everything and life begins to start turning more into normal where companies are probably will rescind work from home orders because, of course, they will. Yeah. Companies will start getting more into, you know, this, the traditional development cycle and the wheels will start turning more and more and yeah things will return to some form of normalcy, you would presume. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that that was my big impression. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that's good here that I'm looking forward to. Mm -hmm. um, and and I think that that's one thing that could... It's, it's kind of true every year, but especially this year, like, there's kind of something for everybody here. It's yeah. nice. Um, like, there were definitely games that was like, oh, God, that's not for me at all. Um, but then there were also games that other people would see that and like, oh God, that's not for me at all. Then I'm like, yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, totally get it. Um, it was a weird E3 and I expected it to be a weird E3. Yep. So that wasn't like really shocking to me. Yep. Um, the biggest thing that I'm shocked about is that E3 still exists. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the one thing that I'm like, oh, really? Huh, okay. Because, um, I mean, it's just becoming more and more obvious. Like, you don't really have to have an E3. You could just do, you could just do events with your company. Yep. Um, But, you know, like you said, it's the cockroach. It will never die. Um, The whole thing with the the streaming nonsense like that was a hot mess and honestly freaking pitiful like this should not be the case yeah um and it's just becoming more and more obvious as we go along like this is a big big problem that needs to be fixed um and i I hate U.S. copyright law with all of my being. Music industry is bad. The music industry is terrible. Music industry is super terrible. And the fact that it's just 
destroying events like this and especially like destroying smaller streamers events like it, it's just not okay um it sucks so anyway the video games they're back ish that's my thoughts they are back ish you are right back ish <laughs> Well, there you go, E3. Mm -hmm. It's a thing. Still, somehow. Still, somehow. So, yeah, we'll talk about some of these games presumably later in the year or next year or whenever they decide to roll out. Mm -hmm. Because that's what we do. But that's going to do it for this week's episode. If you'd like more from us, head on over to seasonalanimecheckup.com or sac.cool it's where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can buy our books, One Shining Moment, a critical analysis of Love Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. Mm -hmm. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza. Get access to unedited versions of the podcast early. And some bonus episodes as well. Next week, presumably we will talk about maybe Yakuza? Or, or we got some games we can talk about yep. that we've played in the meantime. So it'll be one or the other. Just depends on how things shake out. How things progress. That's for true.